Hi friends, Jen here. We always say we'll be honest about what our lives look like, and I'll tell you what, they look pretty darn hectic. My dear friend Karen has been hopping all over the country for work, and while she's racking up some pretty good frequent flyer miles and staying at a few spectacular hotels, she's also counting her minutes and her days pretty carefully. Sometimes, you've just got to look at your priorities and be honest about what has to give. Therefore, we're giving you a rebroadcast today, episode 17 from March of this year. Life balance is a fucking lie. Take a quick listen and let us know if you're feeling it too. Oh, but first, I also have some exciting news to share. Next week, we're dropping a very special episode for you. The Speakeasy Podcast is hosting our first ever guests. Our dear friends Robin and Betsy Miner-Swartz have a fun story to tell on top of being insanely interesting people in general. So make sure to watch your feed on June 6th, and as always, hit us up on social at Easy Underground. Thanks for listening. Today we reveal five simple steps to finally achieving life balance. Look in the mirror and repeat these words, life balance is a fucking lie. Ah, feel better? (laughs) The Speakeasy Podcast, honest conversations about leadership and sanity in the creative industry. I'm Karen Steffel. And I'm Jen Estel. Managing creativity and business, we probably have an opinion on that. No prohibitions. Clearly, we have cocktails. You know what gives us life balance is a really good drink. What have we got, Karen? Today, we're drinking a La Caperucha, and you know what it reminds me of? Spring. This vibrant color makes me so long for those first beautiful tulips to pop their heads up. That's true. It's a super bright fuchsia. It's delicious, and it's made with mezcal, and it's got this smoky salt on the rim, so it's got that little bit of smoky bite and this prickly pear simple syrup. It's a masterpiece. It's gorgeous. And then it finishes with cinnamon, and I like cinnamon's my one of my favorite spices of all time. So it's a great spring drink. You guys should check it out. So here's the deal. I know we're being fairly direct, but I'm so tired of BuzzFeed telling us that there are simple steps to achieving life balance. I'm so tired of the life balance conversation because here's the deal. We're being direct because it's a lie. It's just it doesn't exist. And it's really funny because when we started talking about this, we kept throwing out shapes and metaphors for what life balance might look like. Okay, so what is life balance? What really is it? Because for me, the first thing that comes to mind is like a balanced meal. Like, do I have protein, a fruit, and a vegetable? Like, is that what it is? Or is it like my pediatrician used to say, like, don't worry if your child only eats white things, you know, three days in a row, like cottage cheese, cheese, milk, and yogurt at the end of the week. Does one, you know, does he or she actually have some fruit and some vegetables, which kind of let me off the hook a little bit. Like, so is it is it a balanced meal or is it a balanced week? Um, but, so does that mean a workaholic is malnourished? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and I, you, you say that and I think of those little plates with the dividing lines in it. <laughs> You've got to have enough of this thing and a little bit of this thing over here. And then I, I thought of it like a pie chart. You know, do you have one big pie wedge and a few skinny pie wedges when they should all be about the same? So we just had a fun time with this one. You know what? For me, um, a lot of times when you see those online articles where it gives you the seven tips or the five tips for life balance, you see like the scales or a teeter-totter. And for me, that's the exact wrong uh, metaphor or analogy because visually, if you think about it, when scales or a teeter-totter are perfectly in balance, they're static. I'm sorry. What what part of your life is static, Jen? No part whatsoever. And, yeah. And how much fun is a teeter-totter if you're not going up and down anyway? Oh, my God. That's no fun. So boring. Although... It, Life is a bit like when the person gets off and you fall on your ass. (laughs) 
That's kind of how life balance feels sometimes. <laughs> that's true, because sometimes you're not in control of your own life balance, are you? No. That's funny. I sort of thought of it like surfing. Um, if you're going to stay on a surfboard, if you're not going to fall in the water, if you're going to stay on a surfboard, you have to make these constant micro-corrections to stay on course, right? You have to be constantly engaged in getting the balance right. But then Karen called me on that when she said, but then eventually you fall down. Yeah, or you reach the end, you, you hit shore, right? And I'm, well, I don't hit shore, I fall. But for me, it's more, I mean, but I do appreciate the ebb and the flow of the ocean because I do agree with you on that. I do feel like there is an ebb and a flow. You go out, you come back in. You go out and you go back in. So I think in the whole scheme of surfing, it's a re- really beautiful metaphor. For me, it's more like a roller coaster sometimes or maybe like where you have to be able to go down really fast to be able to make it back up to the top, or maybe even like a rubber band where there's just push and pull all the time. I think we both agree it's never static and it's never achieved, right? You're always moving somehow. You're going up, you're going down, you're going back, you're going forth, you're ebbing, you're flowing. The metaphors that we are all looking at that feel comfortable to us aren't static and solved and finished by a long shot. Regardless of the metaphor that speaks to you as an individual, I think really figuring out and defining what balance is for you is what's going to help keep you sane. I think so, too. I think what lets you go to bed at night without freaking out and staying up late with worry, that's what a balanced life should look like for you today. Because here's the deal. Life is hard. Life is hard. It, 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 to me, feels like a distribution problem. Like, I don't, what do you mean? So I've always thought about my brain as being this place that has to do distribution. And I think of it in terms of vitamins. So you don't get enough green vegetables and you don't have enough iron or something like this. And so there's some little guy in my head saying, low on iron, spread out distribution, or, oh, we've got excess vitamin B, send it over and put it over there. And these little people in my head constantly distributing and redistributing based on the parts that are um, slim or the parts that we have excess on and trying to maintain some sort of balance and get it right based on things that aren't regular or aren't the way they should be. I absolutely love that metaphor because I can really see how if I adopt it, it makes sense for so much of my life. So I've been traveling, I get home, my distribution problem is that the the warehouse is low on food. And so then I have to get creative on how we use up the food because then we're also leaving again to make sure that we don't waste any of the food or even distribution of time at work. I know I have to get some accounting done, but I also have some clients that have some needs. So it's about how I call in the extra fork trucks to work overtime sometimes, right? Yep. And make sure that um, all of the all of the promises are kept. For me, I think that I a lot of conversations around life balance have to do with kind of separating work and home. And I and I think especially for entrepreneurs, that's just not possible. I don't take my mom hat off at my office door. Work comes home with me at home. And it's just life is a little bit more fluid than that. Life is more fluid than that. And it's because it has to be. You, you know, your, your work problems don't stay at work. You, like you said, your mom problems don't stay at home. And oftentimes, the things that your family is needing from you this week are overflowing their allocation of time or the things that you need to do at the office are overflowing your allocation of time. We're coming up on tax season. I can imagine any accountant understands that life balance doesn't happen in April um, for their industry. So you can't assume that everything that comes at you is going to come at you in equal measure and at the programmed time. You know what? Both you and I have talked, um, uh, used some analogies about work and home, and neither one of us have mentioned self. 
Like what at what time at what point in life balance do we actually make sure that the self that has to manage that teeter totter or whatever that is, whatever the metaphor is visually, neither one of us have mentioned it. And at the same time, if we use the teeter totter metaphor, which we're not, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> no, see, I look at it like the we're the fulcrum. Yeah. Oh, that's depressing. <laughs> I would prefer to use a pie chart. <laughs> yeah. If yeah, being the fulcrum is is that's a whole different that's a whole episode right there. That's a lot on your shoulders. It is. It's it's true. Um, but the pie chart, if we use the pie chart for a moment, we're the slimmest little slice of pie yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And it's really funny. I, I kind of get frustrated with this because particularly our culture right now sets up um, oh, if you're if you're going to be a chef, you need to do it all the way. If you're going to be a mom who's involved in your kid's school, you have to do it all the way. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, you have to do it all the way. There are not enough hours in the day to do everything the way society tells us we should. So you're always feeling pushed and pulled, and self is sometimes the first thing to go. Yeah, I think especially for women, but I but I think for um, all parents who are balancing all of the things, it's almost like a conspiracy. We've kind of talked about like. Being real about, you know, from the from day one, we've talked about being real about pulling the curtain back. And, and that's part of it is there's a conspiracy that life is picture perfect and it just isn't. Yeah, life is not picture perfect. If I spent all the time that people told me I needed to on my hair and my nails and my workout routine, and I, there would be no time left to go get a job. And so you constantly feel like you're at some sort of deficit because you feel like you're not getting enough, giving enough time to the things that matter um, or you're giving too much time or or should be spending your time elsewhere, that struggle is is constant. I also find a struggle in, you know, I need to spend a certain amount of time about looking at the big picture. Again, is it is it your balanced meal on your plate for this meal, or is it your balanced uh, meal on your plate over the course of a week? And so for me, it's about I need to keep my eye on the big picture for my family, for my business, but I don't want to always be so big picture that I miss a moment that's really precious and wonderful and that I want to savor. Conversely, I can't only always be in the moment because I forget to lift my head up and look at what's on the horizon. Right. Well, how do you do both? I think it's a balance. You know, I think I think it's a matter of just making sure that um, when your head's truly in the game, that you're that you're paying attention to the signs. Uh, maybe something is a sign that you better lift your head up and do some forecasting versus uh, put your head down and, and look at something that's under the microscope and vice versa. You just have to kind of do both. That's true. And I, I tend to look at balance personally for me as a longer term go rather than what I eat in today's meal, what I ate in this week's meal, or what I eat overall. There was a season in time where all my husband and I did was travel to Mardi Gras and go to the bars and have a great time. And then there was a season in time when we were snuggling our babies and 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 doing that. You can't do those things at the same time necessarily, or nor should you have to. There are seasons and parts of your life for everything. And so as I look at the long term, my pie chart looks very healthy. Yep, I've got the 5K in. And yes, I've been able to do this kind of hobby and we've been able to do that kind of travel, but you can't fit all of that into one week. No, and and nor should you try. And really, so your business life should be very similar. There are seasons where I have to be completely client-focused. I have to be incredibly focused on my team, making sure that they have what they need. Then I need to take a step back, and I need to look at infrastructure. What are my infrastructure needs for the next 18 months, 36 months, 60 months? Because that matters in my industry, making sure that I'm investing in the right place or looking at how a contract might be ending and how I replace that contract with something new. And what do I need to do to kind of go after that business? So it's kind of lifting up and going back down. 
And I think that's important because in the moment you feel guilty because you're spending too much time thinking about infrastructure and you're not thinking about new business. But if you remind yourself that this is my moment to really focus on this part of my business and I will have a moment to focus on a different part of my business, if you can keep that mentality that you're making those decisions intentionally rather than being reactionary with them, I think you can keep a little bit more mental health about it. Yeah. I like your idea about kind of making sure that you're measuring balance or you're thinking about your balance in context of time, that it's not just about today or this week or this month, but it's about kind of keeping your whole landscape of balance in mind because you got to have your fun, but also you're doing some other things right now, right? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, you have to figure out what your expectation is for yourself. What is it that you want? Prioritize yourself a little, right? Whether Whatever metaphor you use, whether you're the fulcrum to the teeter-totter or you're um, a bigger slice of pie than you typically give, typically provide for yourself. Be realistic about it, right? Yeah, I think it's it's important to to acknowledge it and figure out what works for you, what your expectations are for what balance looks like, and be intentional about that decision rather than just floating along from thing to thing so that you miss out and you have regrets. So a little bit of deciding how balance looks, how you want to measure it, you know, what infographic looks right to you. <laughs> I still I still like the surfboard idea for me. I don't mind falling in the water. That's kind of fun. That might not be a comfortable idea of constant micro corrections with a big crash into the water once in a while. That might not be a comfortable idea for somebody else. So whatever it is, whether it's surfing or your love of roller coasters, whatever it sounds fun to you, maybe that's the point. Maybe. Is maybe set your expectations and find the metaphor that you can relate to that actually doesn't sound like a grind. That sounds, sounds fun. So whether that's going with the flow of what surfing feels like or being good with how the anticipation of going up on a roller coaster is then matched with the thrill of going back down. Um, so whatever that is. But also making sure that when you find those expectations that you set boundaries and ask for help. Why would I ask for help? <laughs> Fair enough. How about this? Oh. Well, so whatever whatever you choose to figure out how, to, how you frame that balanced metaphor, also set those boundaries and say, you know what? It is time for me to lift my head up. Now it's time for me to put my head down and focus. Just a little bit of each thing. No different than a balanced meal, right? I suppose. Uh, you know what goes really well with a balanced meal? A good drink. You got it. This one has been really, really good. La Caparucha has been um, a pleaser. It has been. The key is making that prickly pear simple syrup. So if you can do that in advance, you have a really nice base for this drink. And again, the color is just amazing. And if you can get somebody else to make the prickly pear syrup for you, then you are achieving some extra balance. You've asked for help. That's true. Jen, we've gotten a lot of really great responses from our listeners. How do you want them to reach out? Well, I would love to hear from them on all of our social channels at Easy Underground. I would really like to see them subscribe on Apple Podcasts for us. That would be great. And fun fact, we also have um, a newsletter that we send out every now and then. If you subscribe to our newsletter on our website, we send you some uh, super secret cocktails to try as well. What are we talking about next time? The disintegration of boundaries. Why is there a disintegration of boundaries? I don't know. Is it because everyone is afraid to say no, so they say yes to the wrong things? Oh, man. Are leaders in industries putting capitalism in front of quality? In the creative industry particularly, we see a lot of this, so we can't wait to break it down next episode. Can't wait. 